Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Jason Hammer is here. Hello, hello, hello. Is this a little Veruca Salts I hear from uh, DJ Kev back there? That is. Volcano Girls? Is this what this is? Oh, yeah. He did it for me in my 90s alternative stuff. Yeah, okay. I, I was ba- keeping Abdul in mind. <laughs> Based loosely on your college weekends in Muncie, <laughs> Volcano Girls. <laughs> uh, the chicks from Veruca Salt. Hot. Now, I don't think they would be interested in a dude like me, but... Uh, you're number one! Yeah, I don't know if they play on the same team, though. No, they don't play oh, on the same team. I see what team. you're saying. I got you. Now I see where you're going with that. Uh, it is the Kittle Casey Show. Casey's out today. Uh, Abdul in for Casey. So, Abdul and I had a little powwow here uh, earlier in the hour about Jefferson Shreve, the plan that he put out last week, the public safety plan really blew up in his face, especially the the area on guns. Now, they, they reached out. I'm hoping we're going to have him on the show. No, they later. responded to you. <laughs> we had our executive producer, Matt, send the uh, Shreve camp uh, a message and say, hey, we've got a spot for you here on Afternoon Drive. There's a dude that actually lives in Indianapolis that would like to speak with you. Crickets. I think you can still hear the crickets. I don't know why they like me so much, because usually I'm the mean one that people don't want to talk to. It's like, the, remember that movie where uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi flipped roles where Belushi she played the straight guy and Aykroyd was the, the wacky guy. I mean, it totally bombed at the box office, but like this is the one where I'm kind of like the calm guy and you're the <laughs> wild off the rails guy. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So, Abdul, let me ask you this. Okay. We've got you in the studio here. One of the things that I have been getting from a ton of listeners is that they feel like they wasted their vote in the primary on Jefferson Shreve because they did not think he was going to do this in regards to the Second Amendment. Would you have done the same thing? I'd have done things a little bit differently. Like how? Um, like I said, because uh, back in uh, when I announced back in oh gosh, like officially, like in February, I think it was, we we put out our public safety proposal. Public safety director, you know, work with work with groups, uh, but there's which all, is all good stuff. It was all good stuff. We 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 definitely stayed away from the the gun issue in the sense that uh, we don't want to do anything to to trample on the rights of legally pos- of, a, of a gunner who's 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 exercising his responsible. Second Amendment rights. Right. I mean, that, that take a dude like me because I conceal, I carry when I walk around downtown Indianapolis. I live here. I've never been arrested. I pay my taxes. I'm a pretty decent family guy. Yeah, see, uh, people like I'm you not are the pe- problem. People like you are not the problem. You're 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 not the bad guy. So when I saw Jefferson's proposal about you know permits and getting permitless carry, I'm like first of all, even if you believed it, as a Republican running in Marion County. Why would you do that? Because at the end of the day, politics has always been about addition, not subtraction. Here's the question. Now, no, no, I'm almost done here. So the, the issue is, how do you address the illegal gun issue while getting those voters who may be on the fence or upset about hogs but still keeping your base in line? And like I said, I don't necessarily think that the strategy they picked on the, on the gun issue is the one that I would have chosen. So here's the question for you, because let's assume they come in on a, a Wednesday, and he's always been a guy of his word. He showed up here before. I, I, you know, I think they they want to address this issue. Is there anything he can say to you at this point that you will say, okay, I'm willing to listen again, or are you? It's like like there's nothing Eric Holcomb's going to say to me that I'm going to go. Oh, I'm really I'm really curious about what you have to say. I think that that ship has sailed. 
Where are you at? What what could he do? Because there's a lot of people who are you who, if he comes on the show, he's going to be talking to. And I don't know if I can answer that question because right now I'm prepared to leave the damn thing blank. And I can't believe that because I hate Joe Hawkset. Hate's a strong word, right? Hate really is a powerful word. Capital H, capital A, <laughs> capital T, capital E. I hate Joe Hogsett for what he's done to the city, the way that he talks about the police in a public forum. Because a lot of people will say, well, Joe Hogsett actually supports the police in private. But then he throws them under the bus publicly, and that changes the perception of the police department. That's something losers do. This city struggles under him. So to answer your question, it's almost like the way the FCC views pornography. I'll know it when I see it. I'll have to hear something because what he did to Joe Hogsett's campaign, you took the area where he's the weakest crime in the city with a plan that's not going to become the law anyway. And you said, hey, that's a pretty good idea. I know all of these Indiana General Assembly folks are not going to make the law change, but what I'm going to do is say that that's a great idea. So you and I come at it, and Abdul, you and I come at it from different perspectives. You both live in Marion County. I do not. All I want to do, and I talked about why I supported Abdul, is be able to get to work and out of work and home safely and occasionally feel safe enough to walk downtown. So I look at it as... It's never going to pass. He's got no shot. He's an idiot for putting it out. Right. But 80% of the other stuff is markedly better than what Joe, Joe Hawkset has. Does he get any grace for that? No. I feel like it's common sense, right? What's happening with Joe Hogsett under his time in Indy has not worked. And fun fact, the most violent years were before constitutional carry passed. Yeah. All he had to do was have his probably five or six team of way overpriced political staffers <laughs> come to him and say, here's what you say. The other guy's plan is never going to become the law. It's a Hail Mary. It's a wish list. His poll numbers, even with Democrats, are bad. Abdul, you've told us this for a number of years. A lot of Democrats are losing steam with Joe Hogsett. This plan was never going to become law anyway. What we're going to do is have realistic conversations about how Indianapolis is going to get better. We're going to be tougher on violent repeat criminals. Maybe we'll have better rehabilitation programs programs for nonviolent offenders. We're going to work with the inner cities. We're going to have mentor programs. You lay out things like that. You don't blame people like me, people like my dad and my neighbor for all of the problems going on on the canal in downtown Indianapolis. The other That's re- ridiculous. The other reason I liked Abdul is I had no doubt that on a debate stage and in television ads, Abdul would have questioned Joe Hogsett where he was during the riots. To me, it is concerning that we have an aggressive stance on guns for law-abiding citizens of the state, and yet I've seen no aggression whatsoever from Jefferson Shreve, because everybody knows where Hogsett was, about the where he was during the riots. He's coming off as weak. He's coming off as a sellout. He's coming off as somebody that's not willing to fight back. He's got all the money to make a difference. And this is why I'm so mad. People have asked me over the weekend, why did you flip out the way you do? Because I know he's got a shot. He had a shot. He lost it, honestly, on Friday to me. I think he lost by throwing people like us that had his back, that were willing to support him, and he drove us right off a cliff. Yeah, I don't... And see, like, yeah. like, like I said at the beginning, politics has always been about addition, not subtraction. And at the end of the day, you got to have sort of a net plus uh, of voters. Now, maybe there's some polling or something out there that shows that you know most people would support what he wants to do. 
However, like I said, yeah, you have to, you'll have to ask Jefferson when he, when yeah, he comes and on. And those subject. people aren't voting for him anyway. You can tell me yeah. Marion County says they want gun control. How many people did you speak with and how many of them would even consider voting for you anyway? I do give him credit, though, that recognizing if anyone can save his campaign, it's Rob Kendall. That's probably a good move. <laughs> I think he's a, a pansy, a punk. I'm still disgusted. And I can't wait for this afternoon. What's, uh, what's coming up this afternoon? I'm going to remind everybody every single day <laughs> until the election because those overpriced nerds that he hired to run his campaign are hoping the news cycle takes away the story. I'm going to remind people every damn day. Ah, oh, that's Hammer. Let's Bulls go! Here. It's Kendall Casey Show, 93 WIBC.